The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. This is Jerry Karaya, and uh, we're going to talk about gold silver natural fancy colored diamonds uh jamie diamond head of jp morgan has decided to start talking the way guildhall talks uh we'll get to that in a little bit but first i'd say maybe the biggest story of the week but not that big a story jerry is that costco is selling gold uh i loved hearing that headline what was your initial reaction to uh costco selling gold and selling out right away Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i'm all welcome for it i like the idea go for it you know we all shop at costco i think we have forced to shop at costco now looking for deals left right and center so when i heard about the news i heard about this i think about a a month and a half ago i checked the prices the price looked good the limit is two and as a result they sold out so it just to me shows the demand now from from shoppers you know, so, looking for looking for a deal yeah what did it what did it say what did you think when you heard that what did you normalization it's become it's okay. become you know mainstream uh, it's definitely hit mainstream how many people sent me emails and texts informing me of of the news so definitely something that you know it's waking a lot of people up it's making people look into the gold market people are looking into the gold market so it's a huge signal um it's another way of getting into the market. I I liked it for the sense of, and I, this isn't the right way to to phrase it, but giving people permission. You know, it's like advertising that you should hold gold without advertising that you should hold gold. Right? <laughs> you see those memes all, all the time. Tell me you should hold gold without telling me you hold gold. Well, it's they sell it at Costco. So normalizing one hundred percent. On the other hand, I would I would also say this. If I want to swing a tennis racket, I'll go to Canadian Tire and pick up a tennis racket because I know nothing about tennis rackets and I just want to go swing, mm-hmm. right? Go play in the park. But if I start to become serious about it and I have questions and I want, I, I need a little bit more from, the, from what I'm doing, I go to... In, in Toronto, we'd go to like Merchant of Tennis, Sporting Life. You'd right. go to somewhere where you know that you're going to talk to someone and they're going to have answers for mm-hmm. you. So a little less transactional, a little more, hey, I, I need more customization, customization, attention. I've got questions. I, I need to be more into the expert realm. Um, again, if I want to just buy a bike, yeah, I can go to Costco and buy a bike. If I am serious about riding every weekend and going off-roading, then I'm not going to go there. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, I look at it overall. I think what you said is best normalization in the market. I think it's key. Great to see that they're selling out, that that's also a, a great thing. It says that there's hidden demand, mm-hmm. perhaps, yeah, as you're, well. You're, you're so right, Jeremy, and it comes to that customization. You know, Whether you are in the market for precious metals, for a strategic allocation or are you hedging against risks potential risks or if you're a tactical investor or and you're looking to allocate tact and create a tactical portfolio meaning i want to you know capitalize on on the next super cycle in precious metals uh guild hall will help you to 
talk to you about your portfolio, discuss potential, your the risks, the things that are concerning you most. Why are you looking at gold? Why are you looking at silver? Uh, are you in it for the long haul? Is it something very short term? Are you now selling a property and maybe looking at a property in, in seven to eight months when things take a further dip in real estate? So there's so many questions that need to be answered. And these are questions that people have. And this is why I think they come to Guildhall, especially the, especially if you're looking for more than two ounces of gold. Yeah, the Guildhall is a precious metal dealer that's going to take the time and effort to walk you through the market, walk you through different strategies. I was just talking to um, uh, someone this morning saying, you know, they're saying, What's the price, right? What's, how's the pricing work? I said, listen, it's, it's not just volume discounts. Everybody's got volume discounts. Of course, that's, a, that's given. But there's also what type of product. We can save money with different types of products and different size of products and even strategizing if you're putting in, let's say, 150000 into a registered account. Well, we can strategize which products you, you acquire to save money there. And then there's the strategy of entering the market. I can sharpen my pencil all day long, but if the market gives us a 10% correction and I'm not in a position to take advantage of that, you lost, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And that can co also come down to the client making the decision of some clients don't care if the market goes down. I'm happy to have the metal and I will sleep at night knowing I have the metal rather than waiting to see if I can get a better rate, mm -hmm. right? And each person is different. That's and, right. And we accommodate each person. That's right. And we'll work with each person to say what's going to work best for them. 100%. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. And we only deal in physical precious metals for physical allocated segregated depository accounts. If you're looking to store a large amount of metal and you want to secure it, insure it, and make sure it's liquid, able to sell on a phone call, the registered accounts, as we just discussed, or maybe you're new to the market, get started. Give us a call, go to the website, pick up a small, small amount just to get it in your hand and see what that looks like and feels like because it is new to, new to a lot of people. But a great asset to hold. Gold's up over close to 400% the last 20 years. Silver's not far behind, and they're both incredibly undervalued. Uh, Jerry, let's move on to, let's talk a little bit about oil. I think that uh, in, in the game of, of, of gold market and everything like that, we haven't spent too much time recently speaking about oil. The, the big one, obviously, is that the U.S. has drained the strategic petroleum reserves. So they're out of ammo. There's nowhere else to go and get cheap oil because you have you've sold off all the reserves so now you're left with opec because the the united states and canada is no longer energy independent so we're seeing oil prices rise we don't have anyone at the table at opec to negotiate for better for better oil prices where does that leave us this is uh, totally unsustainable for the united states and oil over the past week hits the highest levels since uh, for a long time the highest levels of the year um, and that for the US having sold off majority of their strategic oil reserves at a, a lower price and now having to face the, the turnaround of buying at these higher prices this is a clear indication and a clear look at at the at the effects the negative effects of Bidenomics for the purpose of keeping the inflation headline, the headline inflation rate down, and the headline inflation rate 
didn't stay down, Jeremy. It went down a blip. And as a result of the selling, you had a little blip of the, the, the CPI. But this is very dangerous. Um, you know, Brent is at 90, Brent oil is right now hovering around $94, $95 a barrel. It's, it's going to take another week and a half, two weeks before we'll see a $100 barrel. And this is going to see, um, in the face of, you know, government shutdowns, this is going to cause continuing um, issues for the United States, not so much for China, because they've been stockpiling oil for a very long time. This doesn't affect them. Alongside with the BRICS, these are BRIC nations who control the oil, the oil market. And even further, the U.S. will have to potentially buy back um, using potential another currency. Who knows? You know, this is, um, this is all alternatives. This is an effect of de-dollarization because these nations have the very resource that the U.S. will need. We'll see how this goes, but this doesn't this doesn't end very good for the uh, for the U.S. I, I know that some have said, and I agree, that what ended the inflation in the late '70s was the fact that all of a sudden you had all of these uh, oil come online in the Gulf, and basically bringing oil prices back down was able to get inflation under control. I think that is a big part of it. I think it's a major factor. I don't think it's the only factor because, and we'll talk about this with the the debt ceiling and the shutdown that ultimately it's hey you got to plug a hole over here <laughs> you can raise rates but if you don't plug the the debt hole you're you know the spending hole you're never going to get inflation under control but oil is a big part of that and if if you've sold off the reserves there's nothing left you're now looking at higher prices as you said they're going to be if they have to buy more to to replace those reserves they're going to be buying it at higher prices OPEC is not playing ball in that respect. And so it's going to be higher at the pumps. That's going to be more, more cost of doing business against every company that's, that's manufacturing in North America, any company that's doing business in North America. The economics of your own family home mm -hmm. is, is another part of that. And so this just kind of leads up to the, the next the next segment, the next portion, which is talking about stagflation. But before before we go there, last week we talked about um, you know silver, and I mentioned that this the, the shortages on silver could be a potential national security threat. Um, this week, the United States Energy Secretary is warning that in the coming decades, energy security will become more complex as nations increase their demand for nickel, cobalt, lithium, and other essential materials and metals to reduce global emissions. And as we know, platinum is used in this regard for emissions-related uh, in emissions industries. Uh, but this is just the beginning of uh, a super cycle, uh, Jeremy. So I'm going to get into that later on. The super cycle has begun. It's not just in oil. It is happening in, uh, obviously, in diesel, cobalt, lithium, platinum, palladium, the super cycle is here. We have to be ready, Jeremy. So there's good things and bad things. We're going to talk about about stagflation in the next segment, but also about the opportunities with super cycles coming up. You know, uh, listen, listen. At the end of the day, you owe it to your family to protect the wealth. Give us a call. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com will show you how to acquire physical precious metals for your personal portfolio, for your registered account portfolio, and we'll, we'll walk you through the markets. We'll take you step-by-step step on how this all works. Again, the number 18778-SILVER, the website, guildhallwealth.com. It's The Real Money Show on 640 Toronto. Much more to come. You're listening to a paid commercial program. 
Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, something that you said just before break sounded to me like an opportunity of a lifetime because you said the magic word super cycle. And I guess you're not just including silver and gold in that super cycle. Not at all. And this is not the super cycle that you could buy, you know, the super cycle bikes. That, that was my first bike at Canadian Tire or Costco. This is the super cycle. Well, some people combined. are going to say their first gold was bought at Costco. <laughs> exactly. I thought that was a, a unique segue for this um, for this topic. But in case you didn't know, and this was posted on FX Street this week, uh, currency site, the next phase of the commodities super cycle is here. Are we ready for this super cycle? Because in case you didn't know, in the middle of 2020, everyone from Goldman Sachs, JP, Bank of America called this the beginning of a new super cycle in hot listed commodities as their preferred asset class for the next decade. Now we're entering the, the final quarter of 2023, and we're definitely on track to see this happening. A total of 27 commodities ranging from the metals, energy, agriculture, tallying up the astronomical double, dig, double and triple digit gains. Now precious metals, on the other hand, gold is, is hovering around the 2% mark. Silver is still negative. But it is important to know that as a commodity space, everything is correlated. Everything will move in the right direction. And we, there have been six super cycles for commodities going back to 1791 averaging from 12 to 24 years apiece, and we are now in the seventh that began back in March of 2020. <clears throat> now, what's, in, what's very interesting for me and for those who are holding precious metals, the last commodity super cycle lasted from 1999 to 2011 and featured some explosive gains. Oil at one point surged from $10 a barrel to $150 a barrel. Do you remember that, Jeremy? I, I do remember that vividly. I also remember that... Gold went from essentially two hundred dollars. Well, Brown's bottom, first of all, <laughs> nineteen ninety nine. Gordon Brown, Brown's bottom, two hundred two fifty an ounce gold, and by two thousand eleven, it was uh, over two thousand in Canadian. But um, what was it nine? I think it topped out nineteen. Yep, here we go. It's Silver uh, topped out at forty eight. Um, it's now both are trading well above those um, the lows of that time, right? Silver low in the twenty three range. That's its low. Mm -hmm. It's not eight dollars anymore. It's not five dollars anymore. Which, by the way, just speaking of the math on that, I heard the other day someone say interest rates rising to you know four or five percent is equivalent from when they went from five to twenty. You're like, yeah, it is. It's four times. Exactly. So, so when when silver goes from three to nine dollars, that's huge, and then it's got to go from nine to twenty-seven, and then it goes from twenty-seven to to ninety. Exactly. Th that's where the next move is. We are seeing that we're going to be seeing these these crack up booms in precious metals. It's going to be a like like silver, especially a very coiled spring. This thing is pulled back and ready to go. And you had the you had the numbers right on. A copper went from sixty cents to four sixty a pound. Gold two fifty to nineteen twenty one in U.S. and corn from two to eight bucks. So the the similarities between then and now are simply too striking to ignore, too striking, and too important to ignore for yourself, for your families, 
Look at what's happening in the stock markets. The stock markets are dipping. The bond markets are showing fire everywhere. The banks are losing. The J.P. Morgan, J.P. Morgan was just in the news all week, you know, talking about stagflation and and the stuff that happened this week out of J.P. Morgan and the amount of losses that they're seeing. One of the one of the top quant gurus out of J.P. Morgan is is talking about how the the stock market is it's the lows are not even in yet. There's, there's a lot more lows to go in the stock market. And J.P. Morgan is not having a very good week at all. Um, well, I don't know. They, I, think, I think in the metals, um, what Bix Weir put out, their, their deferred prosecution ended. And the next day, the, the silver market got monkey hammered That's right. uh, down lower. And then you kind of sit there and go, well, and then they paid, out, they paid out tens of millions of dollars to Epstein um, uh, people who were accusing him, and then they paid out tens of millions of dollars to the Caribbean country, yeah. right? The, that dealt the US with him. Virgin Islands. That's that's, that's this. It's, it's it, you know the amount of money that they're sp- that they pay out all the time for all of their misdeeds, and you know it's all a big cover up. You know more, the truth is still yet to come out. That's right. Right. So um, who knows what else they're going to be on the hook of for 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 losing? So look. Uh, I know we're going to talk about stagflation, and he talked about it. You know, I'm not on their side. <laughs> not, Absolutely not. And and who knows if they've got the most silver and if they're going to let it go. I had a conversation with a client this week, Jerry. We were talking about market manipulation. I said, well, you know, the, the gold market and silver market, they're manipulated. Yeah. You know what? Yes, they are. Um for example, uh, something Vince Lancey's talked about, we're, we've talked about it, that this is about getting your chair uh, before the music stops. This is about getting in, in, in the boat before the, before the ship sinks. And that's what's happening right now. Countries around the world are accumulating their gold. They know the paper markets are a sham. If you had a printing press in your backyard, believe me, you'd go out and buy actual hard assets. And that's what central banks around the world continue to do, except for our own, except for the United States, who knows where they really have physical gold. Um, so there's some exceptions, but many are buying physical. Mm-hmm. Why? They're buying it in the face of, of manipulation. So here's the thing. Yes, it's true. There's manipulation. And it could also be true that all the other markets are also manipulated. And if all the other markets are manipulated, then your equities could drop to zero. I could, name, right. I could name you 10 stocks right now if you want to, That's do, right. if you want to do the test. Uh, or, it's, or suffice to say that the companies in most indexes were not there 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Disappeared. Right? They rotate them through. Mm-hmm. So in the end, when manipulations end on things that don't really exist, or if it's just equities or there's counterparty, you could end up with nothing. Whereas when the manipulation ends in precious metals, it's going to go through the super cycle roof that's right especially what we're seeing right now back then the commodities posted a a, a collective gain of four thousand percent in that time from 99 to 2011 this time around when you have that silver action that silver squeeze when though when the manipulators are in need of the actual physical to back up their contracts the the coiling effects the the launch of silver i've called silver the achilles heel of these corrupt institutions. And I truly believe that JP Morgan, throughout their years of manipulation, if and when justice and the hammer actually strikes, all of that metal 
if it was see if, if it was you know procured um, illegally or through manipulation or um, you know insider trading I think the US can take take advantage and take take advantage of that stockpile well you mentioned um, they're having to replace the paper with the physical if you go on to the US debt clock right now the paper to silver ratio is at 248 to 1, which has come down, I think, at the peak. I don't know if it was 3 or 400, three but four, yeah. it was in the 3 to 4. So it has come down. Um, the U.S. debt clock, by the way, has added a BRICS GDP to gold ratio. There we go. 137,000 per ounce. The G7 to gold ratio, $72,000 an ounce. Um, you know, look, uh, I'm not going to buy gold based on, on the... G7 GDP to gold ratio, <laughs> but it's certainly, uh, this, this can be very helpful. You know, yeah, the U S the U S the U S debt. I'm going to try one more time here, Jerry, to segue to stagflation. Okay. You, you, you kiboshed it the first time. <laughs> I'm going to try again. Okay. In, in 2011, the debt in the U S was somewhere in around like 11 trillion. Okay. Mm -hmm. They doubled it from there to 2019. And then from 2019 to today, they've gone from 23 to 33 trillion. Imagine what that's going to be in five years at the rate they're going. It's because now it's moving exponentially. That's right. So who cares about a lock? Who cares about a government shutdown? Like you guys are creating so much money out of thin air and everyone's paid. You know what I was thinking about the other day, Jerry? We said on our show, <laughs> you want to lock down a, an economy and give people money out of thin air. What could possibly go wrong? You're watching it. That's right. You're watching what could go wrong. You're live. Inflation goes through the roof. Productivity drops. Taxes rise. Governments want to get more. And lie. Yep. Right? And it's just, you know, you look at restaurants. They whoever did manage to get through, maybe they got through on their line of credit and their line of credit rate of interest just tripled, quadrupled, right? What about the film industry? You got all the way through COVID and then there's, okay, you know, I know the reasons, okay, they, they want to, whatever they're yep. doing with their, with the picketing and stuff like that, but going on strike, but there's a lot of people out of not working in that Still. industry all of a sudden, right? And of course, now everyone wants more money. So in the States, you have all of the auto workers who are asking for more money. Everyone's going to be asking for more money. So my point being, stagflation, Jerry, it's happening. We are here and we haven't seen it yet. I think this is just the beginning. But, but, uh, but um, so, sorry to interrupt, but, but uh, Jamie Dimon is calling for stagflation. That, that he is. I mean, the Jamie Dimon, just, he's advising his clients to brace uh, for stagflation. And he was actually talking this week, and I think he helped the, the metal markets move down or cause the yields to start rising even further when this narrative of higher rates for longer, quote-unquote, higher rates for longer is being pushed, not by not just J.P. Morgan, but all, um, all institutional media sources are using this phrase, higher for longer, pushing the yields higher, pushing U.S. dollar to 11-month high. It shouldn't be that high. It should not be that high. And as a result, the negatively or inversely correlated gold and silver markets on the algorithms, on which is you know all the quant trading that's done, it's just programmed to go in the opposite direction of the yields. It's no one actually dumping gold and silver. Gold and silver are being drained out of the exchanges 
more than ever before. Yes. So this is a huge standoff right now. And going into, I'm going to get into stagflation, but the segue to that, this week we're seeing, you know, we're seeing yields and, and bonds um, start to catch a bid because all of the stocks are, the quants are telling the stocks to dump because you can get better yield in bonds. But this is unsustainable because it's all caused by government and, and, and fiscal deficit spending. And who wants to own a bond for 10 years knowing what, if they're going to be at $33 trillion in debt today, what's the debt level going to be in 10 years? What's the dollar going to be worth in 10 years? Is there even going to be a dollar in 10 years at this rate? <laughs> you better make so. some pretty big changes Exactly. And the changes must happen now. Uh, Colbe uh, the Cobasi letter wrote this week, U.S. Treasury saw the th uh, their 32nd straight week of inflows, longest street since 2008. The U.S. deficit spending is a major factor impacting this with much less attention than the Fed. The U.S. is issuing $10 billion per day in treasuries to cover deficit spending. The bond markets are being flooded with supply, which is driving rates higher. U.S. deficit spending is costing all borrowers more money. Something must change. And I think this, the change is happening because back to this situation, um, you know, we're heading into the weekend. Um, October 1st is the deadline for Congress to hash out this, this, this deal if they can avoid the government shutdown. And this is just it. Moody's came out this week, Jeremy. The, the, the AAA credit rating of the U.S. is at stake. They, they came out and they tweeted, a U.S. government shutdown would underscore institutional and governance weakness and would be credit negative for the sovereign. And this is, and this is at the same time, John Chambers, the former uh, S&P uh, credit, uh, credit rating agency, the chairman, says the U.S. is actually weaker now when it was downgraded back in 2011. So this is much worse. And I believe this is going to shatter that J.P. Morgan, this institutional narrative of higher rates for longer. I mean, yes, I'm talking about the pivot, Jeremy, because, because with every interest rate hike, they're paying more interest on all that debt. And now they're heading into this, this government shutdown. And if the shutdown happens and, the negative, and they go negative on the U.S. sovereigns and they get it downgraded, then we'll see a continuing run or a dump in the stock market. The bonds will pretty much blow up, and that will force the, the Federal Reserve to be justified to ignore the cause of fighting inflation and, cause, and be forced to pivot and drop interest rates just to maintain tr treasury rates. And that's where we enter the true stagflation. Okay, so your, your, your hypothesis here is that, is that the Fed – if there's a crisis, is has the door open? They're allowed at that point because under the cover of crisis, they can they can do whatever they want because everything changes under a crisis. That's and you correct. and you see that coming hurtling towards us. Yes, absolutely. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. Build your nest egg. Hold some physical precious metals in your portfolio. We've been talking about the growth potential. It's undervalued right now. We can talk about in the next segment, Jerry, where we think it's going, but we do believe it's a golden opportunity right now with these super cycles to get involved in the assets that are undervalued. And if they are being pushed down right now to take advantage of that, let that be a good thing for you. They're, they're holding down the rope for you to get into the ring. Get into the ring, hold that metal, and you know there's a finite amount of it, and it's precious for a reason. 
They've been finding the, they find coins all over the world from thousands of years ago. We'll give you an example in the next segment. The number, 1-8778-SILVER, the website, guildhallwealth.com. More to come on The Real Money Show on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. And we're talking about physical gold and silver. We've talked about uh, some of the debts. We've talked about um, the uh, the shutdown potentially happening and what, that, what Moody's thinks it would look like and it would not look good on the U.S. if they get to that point. Um, and I said, Jerry, you know, gold has been around for thousands of years and they're always finding some physical product. Now, this is a, a little bit of an older story, but I, I think it's just good to, to reiterate these type of things because it just goes to show that gold and silver are investments that stand the test of time. In fact, I don't even call them investments because it's real money. It's a store of value. But in 2018, a rare treasure was found by construction workers building an apartment complex at the previous site of the historic Cressoni Theater in Northern Italy, which closed in the 90s. So the site closed down in the 90s, they start building it up up again, and what do they find? A soapstone vase or jar that held coins believed to be from 474 BC. Oh my goodness. And you should see it, it's just, well, here, look at it. (laughs) Pristine, look at the quality, oh my goodness. It's crazy when you see these things. It's like they hacked into, it's like a, a Mende- Mendocino man or whatever. They just Encino. hacked in- Encino man. Thank you. They <laughs> yes. just like and Mendocino. Yeah. They just hacked into the into the ground. Bang! Opened this pot. Just look and, at that. And it's the amazing. and the gold poured out. Like oh, we're wow. talking. If you had a whole bunch of quarters to count in a bag, <laughs> this was. It's crazy. Look at that picture. Everything just looks so gray and gloomy, and all of a sudden, just the gold just pops out of this of the concrete. That's amazing. Amazing story. It stands the test of time. Mm-hmm. It um, priceless. Oddly enough, okay, we're we're talking about the four seventy four BC. My wife said to me the other day, as a total joke, because somehow I guess this is going around Instagram or something. She said, um, "How often do you think about the Roman Empire?" <laughs> I all the time. I, I, I said surprisingly like almost daily (laughs) (laughs) for some reason you know like things like this pop up they're always talking about the down you know the the fall of the roman empire clipping coins like it's it's in our life all the time because it's such an example of of how money can be the ruin of a society and yet the gold is still around right that's what this all comes down to is that we're not talking about something that you need to hold for 20 generations to feel the profit from this is about the fact that paper money fiat currency is worthless yeah speaking of worthless uh i sent you that that did you watch it classic (laughs) that was really funny okay we we've we've been on we've been on a tear with nfts no disrespect to anyone who owns which are non-fungible tokens they're crypto yeah digital digital art and uh someone put out a post that, that was um that was a sort of antique roadshow, and they're showing a picture of uh, what was it like a pirate, an ape? No, it was it was Santa Claus oh, yes. <laughs> surrounded by bananas. Yes, 
and, and they talk about it. And they said, yeah, this was created by this person who lives in a basement. And that person made millions of dollars selling yeah. NFTs. Um, and he's like, so what do you think it's worth? And he said, oh, oh, it's worth a zero. <laughs> what you bought, you spent 100000 or 200000 on, it is worth absolutely zip. Zero. Nothing. Mm -hmm. So consider as part of your portfolio having something that has a little bit of a track record. That's right. I think that's the, what's the most important. I think the track record comes from what we talk about intrinsic, it's intrinsic value. The, the value doesn't, it's not derived from government decree or I said it's valuable. Here's my NFT. It's a very fancy picture of Santa Claus with bananas on it. And it's valuable, guys. It's 100,000 or, <laughs> or Bieber's thing that went to eight bucks. Uh, similar story, paid a lot of real money. Heart, you know, you know, obviously you can throw money around, but not the average individual. Assets that stand the test of time are physical gold and silver. They're precious for a reason being that they're monetary and that they have a standard of, of, of rarity and scarcity. They have the characteristics that are recognizable around the world despite if you spoke English or Italian or Chinese or Cantonese. This is valuable in your land. It's valuable in your in your culture. It, it defies all of those things, Jeremy, and it's very liquid. And this is the reason why uh, that particular find, those coins, priceless. You know, and um, I'm I'm hoping that these guys get to keep it. Probably in a probably in a uh, in a museum, right? <laughs> probably. But look, you want something that's that's durable, dependable, strong, practical. That's what gold and silver do in a portfolio. They're going to continue to do that over the over the next years to come. As you said, we're part of a super cycle now. Give us a call. Get a portion in your portfolio. Speak to your advisor, of course. This is not investment advice. What we deal in in Guildhall are personal use items of the physical gold and silver. Though, that said, you can hold it physically allocated, segregated, no counterparty risk in your registered account. That's RSP, TFSA, Lira. LIF, RIF, um, RESP, and the new, um, the home buyer's um, vehicle that you can use as well, which you can buy up to $8,000 in right away. First home savings accounts. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. More to come on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, before we just jump into looking at where prices are going, because I, I have a couple of good ones for you uh, from this week. Let's go. I just wanted to talk to you about also natural fancy colored diamonds. We are starting to see that the natural fancy colored diamond market is making a move again. Uh, for a while, it plateaued. Wasn't They don't go down, right? The white diamond market is going down right now. That is the opposite of what's happening in the colored diamond market. Diamonds... Colored diamonds are so rare, you don't see volatility in it because it's there's no leverage in the market. There's just so they're just so rare that you don't see volatility. One and now we're starting to see gains in the market as well. In, in fact, some pink diamonds 
if they're Argyle, which I think is weird, we can talk about this in another show, but for some reason they're putting more of a premium on Argyle, even though, you know, that's 90% of the world's pinks, so the other 10% would be even more rare. You would think. Um, nonetheless, I, I wanted to talk about a diamond that we have, just to give a sense of the rarity of, of these type of things and why you might want to have it in your portfolio. We have a 1.43 fancy intense yellow. There's fancy, fancy intense, fancy vivid, right? Vivid is the strongest color, intense one step down. This diamond is a square emerald. That's Not when you think emerald diamonds, they tend to be long rectangles. This is actually square, unique, wow. Now, without the shape itself, the amount that come out is three to six a year. One carat, over one carat, one intense, emerald cut. Beautiful stone. Internally flawless, right? One to six, three to six. But how many of those are square cut? I have Not no. rectangle. I guarantee you it's like once every five years. Yeah. I have never seen a I've never seen a square. I mean, over the over the years, I haven't seen. I've usually seen rectangle shapes. Try to go and find one. You could find um, VS Vivid rectangle. You could find uh, Intense SI rectangle. There, there's no actual square cuts out there. They're just not available. And something like this would have sold in the in the low in the low twenties over ten years ago. Today. $45,000 Canadian. I mean, imagine what this is going to be in several years. And no one has it. Mm -hmm. Nobody has it. And if you own it, nobody's going to have it. Right? So something to think about. Just the rarity of the type of diamonds that we have at Guildhall. Just go to the website, guildhallwealth.com. Just check out some of the diamonds. That's my only... I just wanted to say that, my piece on that. For, for that, that stone is just phenomenal. At that price, at that price point... And you mentioned it was a 1.43, a whopping size for an intense emerald square. Um, so it's just below that one and a half. So it keeps the price point nice and nice and nice and uh, attainable for for investors who want to round out their portfolio with uh, a beautiful, rare, natural, fancy color diamond from Guildhall. Amazing. What what else what else do we have left? We got five uh, minutes. I want to I want to head I want to go hard in the end here. So Jerry, as we head into the last. Uh, Five minutes here. Let's talk about where where prices are headed in the metals. Of course, we care about the value of it, but prices is important too. Um, there was there was an interview with David Lynn on YouTube with Shane Williams of uh, West Red Lake Gold Mines. He's calling for he easily sees three thousand dollar gold by twenty twenty four. So we're talking about taking out the all time highs within the next several months and and getting to 3,000 within basically the next year. What do you think about uh, hearing numbers like that? In one year, it's phenomenal. It's a good start uh, in this super cycle trend. Makes me excited. You know, you have to think about what's going on in the world at that point. They're probably already in the midst of cutting interest rates. And when I'm talking about cuts, it's going to be a slash of interest rates. And this is going to catapult the, the, the prices a lot higher in metals. And, and you know, by the way, $3,000 gold if the ratio of silver to gold stays as is at 80 to one, that's $37 silver. Mm -hmm. That's without it 
the the ratio narrowing, which it would normally do if the price of gold is rising. What was that right? price? 30, 37? 37. So if you were looking at $3,000 gold and you got down even to like a 65 to 1 ratio, you're now pretty much cusping all-time highs in the 46 range. Mm -hmm. So look, it can happen. The market wants to lull you to sleep. The manipulation's there to lull you to sleep. They don't want you to own it. They don't want you to own it. They're they're and and they don't need to confiscate it from you either. They're they're you're paying 40% income tax. You're paying land transfer fee taxes. You're paying you're paying HST and every week by the way congratulations Toronto you got the mayor you wanted she goes every day with her with her cup and saying <laughs> we need more money we're broke we need more money like come on bro- start cutting start cutting mm-hmm. you know cut the taxes let the let the economy go stagflation is lower growth and higher inflation and that's what we're experiencing right now but the super cycles here Jerry the that- super cycles here the super cycle begins when the lull, the lull will wake, and this will wake up you, wake you up from the lull. Um, when you start seeing the the activities from, you know, from the, from the personal side of things, when you go to the bank and try to take money out, this is a trigger for many people who want to come in and get into precious metals. The run out of banks is happening. Um, the Bank of America's unrealized losses hitting like 106 billion dollars. It represents 34 percent. We have to follow what these big banks are doing because. That will ripple to the regional banks everywhere, even in Canada. And when the market, when they, when they have to start printing that money again and churning that, that printing press, the rise in precious metals, we will see what metals do during times of stagflation. Inflation's going to run. And, the, and this is the problem. When they start cutting interest rates, they're ignoring inflation. They're saying we don't need to raise interest interest and, rates anymore, and the, and the dollar too. The dollar's been up eleven weeks in a row. What do you think happens when that starts to reverse? The metals are going to take off. Well, this is what's happening too. Like the BRIC nations already dumped one hundred and twenty-three billion in U.S. Treasuries this year alone, and that is a massive dump. The U.S. dollar will continue to get dumped, and this is the reason why the the important thing to do is to convert out of currencies into paper fiat currencies. Convert your currency. The the, the loony has already lost ninety-seven percent of its value. The value is lost, and this is where we find value. It's not just about being defensive, Jeremy, and buying metals for for wealth insurance, but we want to make money. We have to grow our wealth in the midst of all of these risks. So the time to get into and ride this precious metal super cycle is now. Do it for yourself. Do it for your kids. Do it for your family, and be on the right side of history. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. That does it for another week on The Real Money Show. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we can't wait to speak to you next week here on The Real Money Show on 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.